Welcome to The Big Deal, a production of Shine Talent Group. We're a global talent management agency for social superstars, people you know from your Instagram feed or for you page. And we're here to give insider access and maybe spill a little tea on the business of influence. Each week, we'll be passing the mic to someone on our team to bring you the next big deal. Okay, welcome to the Big Deal Podcast. This is a production brought to you by Shine Talent Group. We are very excited to be diving into this one. We love a good podcast listen, so we thought it was about time we shared our take on a few things. Um, So we decided to call this one the Big Deal because I think that describes like a lot of this industry for us. Like we we work regularly on like financially really big deals and just on like things that we think are a big deal. So. I was planning on doing this with my business partner, co-founder, Emily, um, but she is sick today. So I have wrangled Sam, our managing director, and forced her to join me. Hello, everyone. Um, but Sam's a really great one to to bring into this conversation because whilst Emily and I started Shine together eight-ish years ago now, Sam's been with <laughs> us for five years plus an internship ahead of that. But it's a, we don't count that towards how her tenure. So really big debate here at Shine around whether or not an internship should count towards your tenure at Shine. And I have officially lost it to one of our senior talent managers, Emma. <laughs> so Sam has been with us for five years, plus a three-month internship. I'll say that. So <laughs> to say Sam has seen um, seen a lot and has seen not only how this industry has evolved over that time but how shine has evolved and so I think Sam will be able to speak to this uh, really well but I love like thinking back on when we first started shine and for those that don't know Emily and I started shine as a, a PR agency we're both from PR backgrounds um, as were a lot of our team members at the beginning Sam included because no one, talent management was such a new industry. We couldn't, you know, you could never find anyone who'd worked in talent management. Uh, but when we started, we had Shine PR and we said, you know, we think this influencer side of the business will be a really great way for us to lock in amazing PR clients. So that was kind of the the idea behind it. And we thought if in like our wildest dreams, this this side of the business could support one salary. We could hire one person and that's, you know, this would support their salary. We're like, that would be amazing. Like that would be the biggest ever. So that's how we went into it. And um, we don't do PR anymore at all. Um, And now Shine supports like 65 salaries. So it certainly was the right direction for us to go. And I think coming from like PR backgrounds, um, we really understood how to, you know, tell a story and how to integrate products and services into content really well. But yeah, how we how we look at like what was a big deal at the time, my gosh, like locking in like a $1,000 deal, we're like, we made it. It's, we, we've arrived, we are here. And then, you know, as we kind of, the, the team expanded and we brought on people like Sam, what we, what we thought was a big deal really, really shifted. Again, like financially and also just like, in this industry, like I, Sam, you, you probably remember because I feel like in the beginning you sat with me for like 500 meetings, um, and adopted all of my like lingo that I used. And now you've like made it your own, but even that kind of stuff, right? Like how we talked about this industry in the beginning, like, do you remember like those first kind of 
like pictures that we gave oh my gosh yeah and I think going back to just what was a big deal for us at that time I think just getting a brand to talk about influencers and to talk about budgets at all was a huge deal it was a huge win for us then I feel like we were working on you know tons and tons of really small deals and they felt massive to us at the time but yeah I think it was just getting getting somebody in the room and then a lot of education around what influencer marketing was why it was important what kind of results they could see um, and how choosing the right person for their program could make or break um, and why they should be the one person you know that pays the influencer in the long list of people that we're already getting paid as part of that campaign. We used to talk about that a lot. <laughs> I know we had so many conversations. It's funny to think back on like the things that we spoke about then that we just never talk about anymore. Like we don't talk to brands and agencies as much about like why you should be working with influencers. Like that's never a part of the conversation because, and you know, I like to think that like we played a really big part in that education and, and we certainly like invested in that education with brands and agencies from the beginning. And st- we still do that now in different kinds of ways, of course, but that investment in the education for brands and agencies of like why you need to work with influencers, how you should work with influencers whilst it's evolved, like that's, you know, that, that was a really big deal, right? Yeah, it absolutely was. And I think what has changed too is the parallels we used to have to draw when we were trying to give the influencer marketing industry um, substance or, or like root it in something for people that maybe were newer to influencer marketing would be able to understand. So I know we used to, for instance, try to draw a lot of parallels between advertising and influencer marketing. And I remember we used to compare it to, um, you know, like billboards, for instance, we know they work. But very rarely do you know exactly how many people saw that billboard and how many people then were driven into store to purchase that product. You know, they're not showing up with a coupon code or a, a swipe up link or anything like that. But we we know that billboard works. So I feel like we used we used to talk about stuff like that a lot. I still I still do that. <laughs> I think it's a great analogy. It's a great, great parallel to make. I still use it. It's vintage, but I think it still works. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> still a big deal today. It's still a big deal. Um, so anywho, um, you know, that's it's an example of kind of how our, our language has shifted and how our education has shifted over the years. And, you know, again, like the the talent we work with who have always been, you know, at, at like the very core and the heart of this business, it's for us, like I think the biggest deal is seeing like seeing how they have evolved over time and how this industry has you know, become what it is, which is like a multi, multi-billion dollar industry now. And to see our talent, some of whom have been with us from the very beginning and some who are newer and absolutely killing it too. Like, it's so fun to see how they have like changed this industry. Like they've changed this industry. They've made it a very, very credible industry and industry where they can not only like, support themselves with support their families support their networks like it's it's really incredible to like see how that's happened yeah absolutely and I know what I'm really proud of is the talent that we have had on the roster as they evolve with us and with the industry because we bring on people who 
have these strong digital voices and messages to share. So they withstand the test of time, which sounds silly because I know that Martin's industry is so new and young as a whole. But I feel like as far as influencer marketing goes, we've seen so much change. Um, it is so different now than it was even five, eight years ago. The, you know, what audiences want out of influencers, what they're looking for, what they resonate with, what they will engage with is so different. I think when I first started at Shine, everything was super curated. It was very aesthetic. It was, you know, everyone's feeds looked like magazines. Um, and that is what we as consumers wanted and it's what brands and agencies wanted. But as time has gone on, it's turned into now influencers having these really raw, um, open feeds that are vulnerable um, and not necessarily as curated. So I think they, they still have an aesthetic to them. They still are cohesive. And I think that's really important, um, but they're not necessarily the perfectly curated, there are no flaws in my life kind of feed anymore. It's not as aspirational. It's it's become a bit more relatable. And I think like where you say, you're totally right in saying like, there's still like a cohesiveness there, but I think that the cohesiveness has shifted somewhat to like, there's cohesiveness in like the message and the tone and the delivery more so than just the look, which is what social really used to be all about. Um, so I think, you know, audiences become not reliant on that. That's not the right word, but they they come to expect that. And like, they know when they're following, you know, these people, they're like, I know what I'm going to get. Like, I know what kind of messaging mm-hmm. I'm going to get. And I know how I'll receive it. And so that, I think that cohesiveness has just shifted a little bit, which is really interesting too. Yeah. And the way we look at, influencers like quote unquote influencers um has changed a lot too and not just um as us as industry professionals but from a consumer perspective as well i think i feel like the word freelancer was thrown around a lot back in the day in reference to influencers or talent but now they really are their own brands um they have goals and um mission statements and they've got long-term plans and they you know a lot of them have employees they you know they really are small businesses and i think they're now starting to get that respect um and that recognition from everyone in the space i agree i love it so that's some of the stuff that we'll be talking about with this podcast so we're going to have a ton of guests come on of course um many of our talent many faces that you know and love they'll be here Um, We'll be doing lots of chats just like with our team on like things that are going on in the industry, um, things that are a big deal long-term, things that are a big deal for a hot minute. And we're really excited about it. So continue to tune in. I didn't introduce myself at the beginning, which was a huge mistake. I am Jess. I'm one of the co-founders of Shine. As I mentioned, Em couldn't join us today, um, but she'll be in lots of other podcasts. So thank you, Sam, for joining me last minute because I told you about this like 10 minutes before we recorded this. Um, So I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining The Big Deal and stay tuned for more. Thanks for tuning in today. You can keep up with us and the big deals we represent on Instagram and TikTok at Shine Talent Group. Till next time.